Oh, 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 cheeky monkeys. Get on with it. Toffee, toffee. It's black cap. Hashtag Buckheaders. That's magnificent. Hello, John. Up and down. Well done. Bye bye. Hello and welcome to ABW Live. It's the Chelsea game, the 301st live show. Um, how the devil are we all? Opening up today, uh, in today's match programme, the club had a lovely um, tribute to Dave Faber, Gunaholic. Um, some lovely words from Andrew from our blog. They've been friends for many, many years and rather apt that they used his words to, to speak about Dave, I thought, um, yeah, uh, so that was nice of them to do. Um, you know, I, like I said, we've said all we can say about Dave, you know, we miss him. It's a shame, um, but it was a nice gesture on behalf of the club. Uh, into the chat box, Daz316, Paul Myrus is there, Archie's there, Guna93 is there, Gunner 93 sorry, Daniel Cronin is there, uh, Christian Andreasen. Mark Forster, uh, Forrester, sorry, uh, the Chris Show Nine, Daniel Kupka, Archie Kman, eighteen sixty-seven, and two three five one hundred. Rob Slusa, hello everyone. Um, yeah, can't get through everyone, but uh, welcome to the chat box, guys. So let's get into it. Today we have with us Danny the GFP. Say hello, Dan. Hello, John. And we also have John Mush. Say hello, John. Hello, John. Hello. Um, I don't just... need to get a friggin' laugh in today, I don't. I really don't. Um, point of order before we start. I didn't give you shout-outs at the end of the last live show. Stephen Edwards, the McManus, and Mike Hernandez, thank you ever so much for your donations. We really appreciated it. Thank you ever so much. Right, so into it. John, I'm going to start with you, mate. Um, lineups. No Xhaka, d and Chambers in for Socrates. Ooh, no Xhaka. Talk to me, John. Yeah, that is the illness one. Uh, I think we all, most people are reading it as code as make sure our player doesn't get injured because we're here for Berlin and we're about to buy him, if that's what's supposed to uh, be believed, is what's been reported. Disappointing, obviously, that he's not available. I mean, as for the rest of the team, I thought he was fine going with everyone else who's been available uh, Socrates had, was it an injury or suspension? I can't remember. Uh, no, he was still injured from... Still injured, uh, wasn't he? Yeah. He's going through his concussion protocol. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's fine. Um, rest of the lineup, I was quite happy with. I thought, you know, the boys did well in, in the previous game and just couldn't quite f- uh, finish things off. So, everything else was good. There was, for me, an argument for maybe starting Willock over Gwendozi, but... You know, I think uh, I think there's an argument to start in a paper bag over Gwen Dorsey, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um, but you know, it's like we said on the last show, it's fresh start now and Arteta's given them all a clean slate, so they've got to go out and prove themselves. He did yeah. He he was interesting to say, Gwen Doozy. Oh, let's fucking way. rubbish. I'm sorry, okay. <laughs> he was fucking rubbish. I'm not I'm not being nice anymore. I I, I you know, I gotta be honest, with you. Lacazette and Gwen Doozy today were an abortion. They were utterly embarrassing, the pair of them, okay? Um, uh, it's just, I've I, I got to be honest with you. You know, well, we, let's get into it. Danny, we had a positive start. Um, you could see Nelson committing players. You can see his development coming on. You had Luis with an overhead um, uh, 
with an overhead uh, effort from a corner just goes wide. Um, Chambers, magnificent challenge and picking up the ball and drive. And Mesut Ozil was really on it, wasn't he? Mesut Ozil, he, he was dominating those early parts of the games. It was like the Wenger days. Uh, immediately, as soon as they get the ball, they know what they're going to do. They know they're going to look and set somebody up. Ozil set up so many times, um, Nelson down that right wing. And sometimes it was even coming from um, who was playing at right um, Ashley was playing at right back and he was pinging it down there. And uh, the first half, Nelson was magnificent down that wing. And it seems everybody has been, Arteta's told everybody, the moment you get the ball, you find someone to give it to. You get it, you pass it. You get it, you pass it. None of that holding on to it, doing a Jack Wilshire as it's known in the trade. And so that was really good to see. And Urzel was really on it. Every time he get the ball, spin round, pass it off to somebody else. I thought, my God, we're fantastic here. And Chelsea are going, we don't know what to do. And it's a sign of how good we were that Chelsea had to change their formation, their player and their tactics after half an hour, didn't they? Because it's very rare that you see that. But Lampard went, this isn't working. And Ozil was magnificent in the first half. That's what we can see. That's the sort of stuff we need to see from Ozil all season. So hopefully we'll be able to carry this on. Well, you can see Arteta's had a reaction from him, which is great to see. You know, um, just his just his touch. Some of the stuff he did today was ah, oh, it was absolutely fantastic. Um, uh, you know, it, it's it's just phenomenal um, a play from. Uh, from 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 Ezra Times, I thought the way he you know he just took defenders away with him, created space, was really really good. But again, he's getting back to what you know he needs to be getting back to what he was doing. Um, Jim Houston has just smashed in a donation. He says Craig Parsons' address is all I ask. We were robbed. Well, we're going to get into that, Jim. To be honest, with you, mate, um, uh, because I think there's two sides to this tale as well. I'm, I'm not happy with the uh, with the Parsons performance. He is a clown. The guy's a friggin' idiot. But um, uh, you know, I, I I don't know what to say about it. Um, John, um, let's get straight to it. Free kick given away on the edge of the box by Gwendozi. I I'm sorry, but the guy's an absolute pillock. It was it, it wasn't even well. The challenge wasn't even well um, disguised. He just jumped into the player. Um, and do pressure on us, and this was the sign of things to come, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't his best game today. It's I, I want to give him a chance because he's young and those sort of. He's had a year and a half, mate. He's had a year and a half. Yeah, no, and he's had a year and a half, and he still commits fucking utter stupidity. It's true. Um, what I would say is he's only just started being coached by Mikel Arteta, and I hope. Because you can see there's a player in there. I hope that he can coach those sort of things out of him. He's um, at the right age, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's he's young enough to be taught about those things. And I hope that's what Arteta can do for him. Because he's clearly a player in there. There's no doubt about that. Okay, um, you think he's clearly a player in there. He offers you virtually nothing going forward. Virtually nothing in defence. He doesn't control the game. Okay? No calming influence. That, that, what does he do? What does he give to us? Because... Today, we play minus a midfielder. I just think his ability on the ball, I do think he's got really good energy. I think he can make good challenges, and we've seen that in games. But too often, he does make stupid mistakes. And I do hope it is just an age thing. And I do think, I, I really hope that it is a, you know, 
that something Arteta can coach out of him. But today he was guilty of making some really stupid challenges. What I would say is, if anything, as much as we're knocking Grinduzzi, I would say it's a huge plus for the rest of the team because for that first, I would say for the whole of the first half, even in the last 10 minutes where we really lost control of the game a little bit um, after Chambers went off, the one thing you would say is that we played really, really well and we were tight, compact, and we didn't give Chelsea any chances. Yeah. Despite the fact that we were, you know, at times playing with someone who was a bit of a liability within the team. It was embarrassing. Um, Michael Harneman smashes in with the nation and he says, Jorginho has to go for that tag on Guendouzi. It's a second yellow any day of the week. Arteta take it off or Zillow 1 0 down also cost us because he was sensational today. Hard to argue with, but we're, we're going to come to a couple of different um, uh, a couple of different uh, opinions here now as well. Um, Leno makes a great save from Mark, uh, Marcus Mount. Um, fair play to Leno, you know, that, that really good save there. Um, then, Danny, you get some really nice um, um, foot... Sorry, uh, sorry well, apologies. I can't read my own handwriting. Yeah. You were that angry with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fuming. I'm absolutely fuming. <laughs> you, you've hey, done it in, oh, in Braille, haven't you, by banging on your paper? El Marocano. Who are you, mate? Who are you in my box? Who are you in my box? Are you going to just... That's what all the ladies say to Jason. Hey! Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. El Marocano, mate... Big Chelsea fan from abroad, they don't like you at Chelsea. Let's be honest, that's the way it is. You know, I'm still shocked. Okay, right? Racist incident at a football match, including Chelsea, and it's not Chelsea fans to blame. Shocker, first time ever. What's going on? Uh, even that I had to go to VAR, didn't they? They couldn't believe it. Yeah, I think this guy's going now. He's boring me now. Oh dear. Take care. Um, right, so okay, let's go to the goal. Um, we win a corner. Um, so we, we played some really, really nice football in the lead-up, okay, to winning the corner. Our passing, Dan, was so, so crisp, wasn't it? We really, really looked very sharp going forward. That's what we need. I mean, that's one of the things that Arteta will have taken over from his five years working under Wenger to get the ball. Even the commentators, even Andy Townsend, who's a, who's a Chelsea fan when it suits him and a Norwich fan when it suits him. But even he was saying that it's, uh, it's that, that's what um, Arteta has done. Um, he's only had, what, 10 days, 12 days, however many days it is, to start to instill that way. Because remember, there's only three players at the club now that were there that are still playing now that when Arteta was there, that's Ozil, Chambers and Bellerin. And uh, two of those players hardly play anymore. And so, uh, yeah, so he's obviously got them doing that, which is really good, which is important because you see the days of, of Emery, nobody knew what they were doing. And another thing I noticed, we quite often under Emery, we saw the front three all swapping positions that all move along, conveyor belting it. And you'd have um, maybe Terea and Guendouzi swapping positions and Guendouzi would be the one coming back, getting the ball off the, the, um, the centre-backs when they're playing it out. Not tonight. I'd almost saw no players playing in any other positions than the positions they started in, which was a bit of a shame at times because when um, Lacazette, he should have come off at half-time. He was having an absolute mare, so that's the only change I'd have made early on. But, uh, yeah, it's really good to see. And this is going to be the future of our club. It's going to be the attacking play that Wenger, that we had under Wenger because we've seen it under Freddie, which wasn't his fault. We saw it under Emery that... Um, the way that they, Emery was having us play football wasn't working. And it's really impressive that Arteta has got them doing that kind of football so quickly. Oh, no. 
I don't know who the hell you are, but stop being a tit. Honestly, some dickheads in our box today. Um, John, the goal. The corner comes in. Chambers, big, strong, flick on. What a finish from Aubameyang. Yeah, uh, absolutely brilliant. Just leaves Emerson dead cold. Uh, he's not following his run at all. Ducks inside, then goes outside him. Great body shape. The way he bends down and like angles himself for that finish is so good. And the, the keeper's got no chance. But the flick from Chambers is is fantastic. And it's what we deserved, really, because we were so good in the game. Um, we, we had some chances. There were some great moves and stuff that just weren't quite coming off, whether it was falling to Lacquer and his first touch wasn't quite there or the final pass was just a little bit too behind a player. Um, I know Chelsea haven't been in the best form of lately, but... There's no denying they're a very, very good team, um, you know, and how well they're playing. So uh, to get that lead in front and it's just going ahead in a game, going 1-0 up. It, I, I can't remember the last time it happened. It feels like it's been like months since that sort of happened to us in a match. And after we scored the goal, I just thought, yeah, that's it. We're going to we're gonna go on and win this because we were all over them. They had oh. absolutely no response to anything we were doing. I, I genuinely felt we were playing really, really good football, Okay. You know, we we were we were positive. You know, it's the first time I've seen Arsenal be positive since Wenger. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. You know, now we're just you just you just look at the difference between Emery Arsenal and Arteta Arsenal, and, and let's be honest, Arteta's got a way to go here. Okay, um, Jamie Fitzgerald smashes in with the donation, and he said, "Leno, you melt." <laughs> You absolute melt, sorry, Jamie, harsh mate. He did, he did stuff it up, though. He did stuff it up. Um, but we were, you know, it was, it was, it was enjoyable watching the Arsenal again, wasn't it? What, what I really loved again, we saw similar to the last game where we had Maitland-Niles coming inside into the midfield and making a free. Guendouzi was trying to do what Xhaka was doing. We didn't see Saka get released as much and almost play as a winger. Because I don't think Guendouzi is capable of doing what Jacker does, where he sort of fills in as a third centre back slash left back and passing from there. Um, but Terea today, uh, for about I'd say 60, 65 minutes, that's probably the best I've ever seen him play for us. That's what I that's the player I saw at Sampdoria where he was breaking up all the attacks, he was winning the ball, he was tenacious, he was everywhere on the pitch, and the moment he got it, he had a player to release the ball to, and we could turn and just run. And he, he was absolutely like just unreal at that today. And you could see how much Ozil loved having that player on the pitch because he knew the moment we lost the ball, Torreira was going to be there. He'd win it straight away and Ozil would get the ball and turn and then release whether it was a Bamiyang or Nelson or into Lacazette and do a one-two, you know, whatever they needed. And it would, it was just nice. I enjoyed watching a football game. I haven't enjoyed, well, I've enjoyed watching other teams play, but I haven't enjoyed watching Arsenal play for, I don't. It feels like well over a year now. Uh, do you know what? The last time so I was nice. Arsenal play, Aaron Ramsey's on the team. Simple as that. And we were actually playing good football and dominating midfields. Yeah. But hey, what the hell, Raúl? You let him go, you. Um, uh, but, but, but there's a really good comment in here, and I've missed. Oh yeah, Loki seventy three puts in. We haven't lost four home games in a row for sixty one years. Oh. That's cheered me right up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Danny, my next note is Paulson, you are an effing clown. Um, this one, Lacazette, uh, uh, we had a great counter attack. Um, a long ball from I think it was AMN to Nelson, um, Obama Young, um, to 
great first touch from Aubameyang. And wow, Lacazette just screws it. Um, should have been two nil up, shouldn't be done. Was that because Lacazette had a couple of these during the game? Was that the one where you know, like in um, Breakdowns Two, Electric Boogaloo, where he's laying on the floor on his elbow and he's spinning around in a circle? Was it that one where he's where he's trying struggling to get up? No, 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 no. It's the the ball comes across to um, Aubameyang first. Okay. Time. Um, and he, yes. he put his foot to suit control it and the ball just goes up in the air. Yeah, I think um, uh, the commentators, because I was watching it on DAZN, and they were saying that it was his bad first touch. I think if you look at that from slightly different angles, the ball didn't drop to exactly where you'd want it. I think he had to take a little bit of a step back. Plus, he had two players around him, and that made his life really hard. And so a player who's not in form at the moment is going to really struggle with stuff like that. You're going to need to want it on the plate, much like the, uh, with, the with the corner where Ozil gave it to um, put it to Cham- Chambers, put it across. Even I could have been sat there and uh, you could have given me a little shove and I could have got that ball in from lack of them that Aubameyang scored. Oh, no way, Aubameyang. Of... I'm sorry, Aubameyang came backwards. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. it was much easier. That, that his chance there was much easier to score than it was for um, Lacazette to score. So one, one point is that Lacazette needs a few right at his feet, really uh, open goals. And if he he gets one of them, then he'll be he'll be. I'm going to shut up now because look at look what Blair's given us. I know, I know, I know. It's um, red, Jake. It's red. That means it's extra special. Blair Slater, international man of mystery, smashes in with "Hello, you beautiful gents. <laughs> Hope you all had a wonderful holiday season." It could have been better, Blair. It really could have been a lot better. Here, there are shoots of hope. Got to keep our heads up. Happy New Year. Blair, I love your positivity, pal. And i, I got to be honest with you, for as much as I'm annoyed today, I, 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 I've got a lot of confidence in Arteta. I think he made some mistakes today. We'll get to that. But I think we're playing, we're playing football. We enjoyed watching again. And that's nice to see. That's really, really nice to see. They were enforced mistakes, though, weren't they? If Chambers would have stayed on, that would have been a lot better. And if the referee would have done his job, the game would have been no. completely different. But we'll get to that in a second, but let's be honest, yes. okay, you know, Lacazette should have buried that chance. He should have, he should have buried that. But, uh, um, I've got, I got to be honest with you, I thought Lacazette and Gwendouzi today, it was a competition so you could be the shit that's playing in the park. It, 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 was, it was bad. Slater out. We love Slater. We love him. Um, he's only going to take one good game for Lacazette and he'll be back on it oh, because he's I, such I, a great fair, player. Look, to be fair, that's what we're all hoping, isn't it? You know, if, yeah. if 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 he gets into form, all of a sudden, you know, we you know we we will we will start to win games because you've got the dual threat. Um, unique seventy nine. Why wasn't Jorginho sent off? VAR. Where was you? Well, they can only look at straight reds. Unique, unfortunately. They can't look at second yellows. Um, that's the sad thing there. John, we then get the Chambers injury. Um, uh, uh, you know, he's so unlucky. I, I, I don't, I don't know what to say. You know, there was nothing malicious in it. No. For, for all the fouls going in today, that was just, just fell awkwardly, and yeah. Um, I don't know if that's an ACL or something else. Like he managed to walk off, which you know that's hopefully a good sign. But it could have tweaked his ACL, which can be months out, um, which is really disappointing. Because look, we're we're struggling in terms of centre backs anyway. I really like Callum Chambers. I know some people don't rate him. I actually think he's a very good defender. He's, no, he's not he's the quickest. He's never going to have pace. That's fine. But I think 
the way that we're starting to play and the fact the defence is actually getting screened properly now and getting some cover, our defence, you could see it at times, they were stepping into challenges. Previously, if we'd done that, they'd step into a challenge, miss the ball, completely mess it up, and they'd be in behind us. And at least in the first half, that wasn't happening because they had a proper midfield screen in front of them today. And his distribution on the ball is really good as well. i got to be honest here. I, I, I just I genuinely thought that Torreira is a bit lightweight, okay? And we saw mm. in the second half, right? Uh, you know, it all too easily, the ball was run off him, okay? But I think what you've got with with them, uh, with, with, when you, with Luis alongside Chambers, are two players who are happy to play the ball and yeah. to bring the ball out. And that really helps the midfield. As soon as yeah. you move one of them, you know, um, because Mustafi can play the ball as well, to be fair to him. Mm. Um, but, you know, it, it, it just, we, we didn't look as accomplished with Mustafi on as we did with them, uh, with, with Chambers, to be fair. And I think that's and the- I think you can see as well, he's, despite his age, he looks like an organiser. He's always talking and pulling players around and stuff as well. I think he's a lot more intelligent than people realise. Yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong, sometimes he's going to get done for pace. But I, I think that's a huge loss. And I do think that did have an effect on us uh, when he went off injured. But it's just it's just shit luck. It's yeah. just shit luck. It wasn't a bad challenge or anything. He just fell awkwardly. Yeah, it was awful. Danny, then we see um, another good counter-attack come to nothing. Um, you know, we really needed to capitalise on this. And after 26 minutes, this the fouls have been flying in. Seven fouls by Chelsea. No yellow cards whatsoever. First, straight first yellow to Guendouzi for what was a, a, a utterly stupid challenge, to be fair. Um, you know, the game was getting tasty at this point, wasn't it? Yeah, it's on a balance where it could have gone one way or the other. Because then every, I don't think the Chelsea players realise that once, if you're in a player in a position where you're breaking up play or doing defending, that if you get a yellow card, then and then they got three yellow cards in the space of what three or four minutes, and those players can't make any more risky tackles. Well, they can actually. It turned out you can make as many more risky tackles as you want. But in a normal game, you wouldn't be allowed to make any more risky tackles because you've had your one yellow. And if you make another one, you're going to be off. But it seemed to be that the, the the referee didn't really give a damn about that because they. they there was another couple that could have been done. Someone else should have been sent off. But like we were saying, VAR can't go back and look at that, which is it's a bit weird. But don't the Premier League use a different version of VAR rules than what they do in the Champions League and the Europa oh, League? It's Mike Riley twatisms. Oh, it's, it, it's a nightmare. But yeah, I was still, I was still quite. Even once we they scored their goal, I was still quite confident that we could come back and do that and do it. But I, I think. Yeah. It, I think yeah. Arteta wanted to leave Lacazette on to try and help him get that goal and get back into form, but Lacazette should have come off. And having John Jules on there, we saw that Chelsea with their young players full of full of energy running all over the place. I think if John Jules would have come on, he'd have he'd have done he'd have, possibly would have done a little bit more than Lacazette because Lacazette is he's knackered at the moment, isn't he? He's just out of form. He's just out of form. Mm. Yeah, that's well, I mean. there's a couple of good um, uh, comments in the box. Rudy Russell says. Um, uh, our fitness isn't the best. It's funny that when you let Darren Bird just go, had a performance in the summer, you know, another Raul decision, and our, and our fitness has been poor all season. Well done, Unai Emery, you fucking clown. I'm, I'm done being nice to people today, guys. I'm sorry. I'm just being a bit of a twat all day. And so get ready for it. You also have Debbie Elder says, why wasn't Gwen Doozy sent off? John... Um, we'd seen two quick yellows, Paulson. Uh, 
decided to get his act together. He booked a couple of Chelsea players. But then in the box, it's a clear penalty. Gwendouzi pulling back. Um, uh, Abraham, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Um, wow. I mean, I, 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 first of all, okay, when is this prick going to learn? He's in the box. He's pulling him back. We've seen these decisions given against us at Liverpool, and we've seen them not given when other, other opposing teams have done to us, and he's still stupid enough to stick that arm out. Yeah, he's he's very guilty of grabbing a player if they get past him, and sometimes because of the fact that he can uh, lack that attentiveness in positioning or uh, awareness of players around him or running beyond him, just... He always does it. He grabs at players, and the moment you do that, you make it very, very easy for a, um, a forward or a midfielder or whatever. As soon as they full a tug on the shirt, they're going to go down and try and win a free kick. But that's not like it was like a light challenge. He just put his arm on his shoulder. It was a tug. He pulled it back. It's a foul. Now he's already been booked for a yellow. That's got to be a second yellow card, and Chelsea should have a penalty. Don't be wrong. I'm not happy with the referee at all. I thought he was garbage throughout the game. But if you're going to be balanced and you're going to be honest about it, as much as we're going to bitch and moan about Jorginho, which I know we're going to get to. Oh, yeah, we're getting that. You've, you've, you've also got to complain. I know this is an Arsenal podcast and I'm not a Chelsea fan, obviously. I hate Chelsea. But if you're a Chelsea fan and we'd won the game 1-0, guarantee every single Chelsea fan is going to be saying, why is Guendouzi not sent off? Yeah. Arsenal should have been down to 10 men within, what, 30 minutes? Something like that, wasn't it, around that time? I, I, I've got to be honest, okay. We've seen some brain dead moments from our players over the years, you know. Um, uh, oh, who's the who's the Brazilian clown? Gabriel kicking mm. away at um, uh, Diego Costa. We've seen some absolute, but this was absolutely in front of the referee. Thankfully, yeah. the referee so incompetent, okay. <laughs> you know, he's so fucking incompetent. He let it go. Um, Death for the penalty for you? Yeah, for me, it's a foul. It, it, there's no argument about it. It's a foul, yeah. so it's a penalty, yeah. Yeah. Um, Danny, we then get Nelson. Um, Ozil's on fire at this point. I mean, I'm just so enjoying watching um, Mesut Ozil play at this moment in time. It, it, it's phenomenal, okay? And, you know, Nelson unfortunately stuffs up a good counter-attack. Um and then Jorginho's come on after half an hour and he started to dominate the game. We didn't do anything about that, did we? You know, we didn't change our shape. We didn't do anything about it. What were your thoughts on that? Someone made a really good point about this. So, um, I probably can't find it in the chat. They said that, well, we, a couple of people have said that we only um, played for, th- for 30 minutes. Lampard made a change and that changed the game. And then we were on the back foot the entire time, which is, which is, which is very true. So, um, yeah, I can't remember what your question was because I was looking through what they're so ask me that question again. I was trying to find the the, the message to someone, but I'm not gonna try and find their messages anymore, Jace. I promise. I'm gonna look at you and you're gonna you're gonna talk to me. Go on. So Jorginho comes on, starts to change the game. Oh yeah, yeah, right, I've got it. I know my answer. My answer was gonna be because we had no one in the centre midfield to do it. Um data, um data uh, data LBC has just put the stats in for Terea. His stats weren't very good for this game at all. And he's awful. so he's awful. Yeah. So he isn't doing his job as as well. 
isn't doing the complete of his job. He did some of his job. And then in the middle of the park, you've got Gwenduzi. You know, we all love Gwenduzi. He's a young man. He's, he's learning. Crap. He's on he's a learning crap. curve. He's, but he's just he's got, got to go. doing it. He's got to go. In the midfield, you've, you either defend like, like Lucas was meant to be doing. You either break up playing pass the ball around like Xhaka does, which we missed today because Jurgen Klinsmann is going to sign him for Hertha Berlin. Or you do a Ramsey um, where you're getting forward and doing stuff. Ozil doesn't really come into that lot. Gwendouzi doesn't do any of those jobs. He doesn't do bits of any of those jobs. You look at Xhaka. Xhaka will drop deep and do the defending. Xhaka will get forward and have a shot from nowhere and occasionally they'll go in. Xhaka will break up play. Gwenduzi does none of these jobs. I said that in our, all of our 11, they all stayed in their proper positions apart from Gwenduzi. Gwenduzi was all over the place, like he always is. I would like to say to Gwenduzi, what have you been told to do? Like you do with a naughty child, what have I told you to do? Right? You can even see he doesn't score goals, he doesn't get assists, he doesn't break up play, he doesn't do tackles. He do, he's just all over the place. It's like a wasp in a jam jar, bzz, all over the shop. I don't know what he's doing. And because you had those massive holes in there, I mean, like they were saying, Jorginho has got no pace about him. If he doesn't get you first time, you can run away from him, which is what um, Gwen Doozy should have been doing. But Jorginho got hold of that game. He, he, he was lucky not to get the second yellow. Um, Gwen Doozy, like someone else put in the chat, but Gwen Doozy was too busy telling the referee how to referee the game which is why, I mean, he's lucky he didn't get another yellow for just gobbing off at the referee. To be fair, um, yes. in, our, in our mentions, Jimmy Housen has, um, I copied this in on a sofa score graphic. Can you put that in the box, please, on, on the screen? So I think that really sums up exactly how the, today's game changed. Um, uh, and it'd be interesting for people to see that. Where's he done that? Is it in the... Um... In, on Twitter, in our mentions on Twitter. Okay, dokie. Consider um, it done, sir. Thank you. So that was the first half, John. Um, we had 47% possession. 40, 47% possession. That changed a lot after Jorginho came on. I know you're a big fan of his. We outshot um, Chelsea 5-3, to 2-1 to one on target, 2-1 to one on corners, five fouls as opposed to 13. And that's it, I think. I think this is now where we see the game influence them. And yes, as we've said, Gwen Doozy should have gone. Should have been off the yeah. pitch. Should have been one all penalty, nothing. But the big question at halftime is what does Arteta do to combat Jorginho? Yeah, this is the thing where I have a bit of sympathy for Arteta because when Jorginho came on, I think, to make changes within, um, within the game in the first half is very bold, especially as he's only just come in. And I don't think you can react immediately to Jorginho. And although we gave up the ball a lot, I thought we saw out the end of the first half well enough that I thought, okay, get into half time, and then you can adjust the team and we'll do that. But then when you look at the bench that we've got there, there isn't anything there. There's no midfield. We've got Joe Willock, who again is a young kid who I'm not sure is going to have a big effect on the game. I really like him. I like Joe Willock and I think he's got a very promising future, but he's more of an attacking player and we didn't have anyone who could put their foot on the ball and control the tempo of the game. We really, really, and I know people will say it's just because I'm a big fan of his and yes, it's true, but we really but, missed Xhaka today. Let's be honest, okay? as soon as Xhaka came out of the team, performances went to hell in a handbasket. If you're going to continue to play the clown... Okay, who's stupid enough to, you know, to, I mean, some of what I saw today, I know he's a young player, 
Okay, I know Gwendoza's a young player, and I've I've always been a big admirer of his. But today he he, he, drew, he drove me over the line. Yeah, he drove me over the line today. I thought he was over eager, wasn't he, Jase? Because he's been dropped in recent games, and he was over eager. I disagree with that totally. Okay, I disagree with that totally. I mean, this is a young guy who's begun to believe his own press. I had yeah. retards out. Sorry, I shouldn't say that word. Sorry, I tits out there. My apologies for using that word, boys. I had some pillocks on Twitter giving it. That was the great one of the greatest um, uh, North London derby displays I'd ever seen. When you actually watch the footage from the NLD, okay, there's very little effect and a lot of nonsense about the place. There's some good, and I thought he did play well that game, to be fair to him. I thought he did play well. But when you want to control a game, when you want to create, when you want to do positive things, you've got to have a bit of discipline. He's been at the club 18 months now. And, and what I saw today from him, zero effect on the game, put in a positive way, and he should have been off after half an hour. So what are you going to do about a player like that? Because, yeah, I, I see everybody giving Jack a stick, okay, for a lot less than this, a lot less. And and yet, you know, without Jacka, we were impotent today. Yeah, and that that's the thing. Arteta didn't have an option off the bench of a player who can come into a game, get the ball, receive it, and just pass it, give it back, pass it, give it back. Kind of like what he did when he joined the club, when he was a player. He was someone who, not particularly nice, exciting player to watch, but he could just keep the ball and just dictate the tempo of a game. And that's what Chelsea did. They brought Jorginho in, he sat behind their midfield, just in front of the defence, and he could just pick a pass and then go. And Lampard's not an idiot. I know some people hate him because he's a player or whatever, but he's clearly a smart manager because he's gone, they've got Mesut Ozil, he's going to be the one who has to close down um, Jorginho. That would most likely be the player from Arsenal's team who's going to be closing him down. And he knows Jorginho's good enough to be able to turn, distribute the ball, and then release their midfield or their forwards. I loved Ozil's day. I thought his performance was great, but that is not the best side of his game. That's obviously the worst side of his game, that, that side of it. So the moment they do that, we need a player coming to our midfield who could do that, who can dictate tempo, and we didn't have it. There's no one on the bench for him. So he either has to take off Guendouzi straight away and bring on Willock, and I don't think that's his game, or he has to go with the players he's got on the pitch already, because there's no options there. There's nothing. I saw a few people saying you could put Maitland-Niles in midfield. I think that's a big ask for him. And even if you did do that, you've got no one at right back. Yeah, this is the problem. Though. There's no options. Yeah. You lack you lack options. You left too many senior pros go in the summer, and mm. you replaced them with powder puff players. Yeah, and this is why I said when people asked me before about Jacka leaving, if he goes, am, am I okay with it? I'm fine with a player leaving as long as he's replaced. You've got. And we you've need. Got you've got to have a player come in who is at least his level. You would always hope to go above the level of the player that you've just let go, get someone better than. But if we don't get someone who's as good, if not better than Jacker, then we've got a real problem with our midfield because oh. we don't have anyone who can who can pass the ball around at the moment. And if you're looking at Ceballos, yeah. to take around the midfield, you're on a giraffe. Yeah. Even I mean, even if, even if he was available, at least it's an option. Arteta's got an option and he can change things up a little yeah. bit. And he had nothing in central midfield today, nothing at all. I've got to be honest. Up, Chase. I've put it up. Yeah, you, you can see there where Jorginho, on the graphic, you can see clearly where Jorginho comes onto the game, all of a sudden the way the, the game play changed. 
And, and the, the, the sad fact is that this is a learning curve for Mikel Arteta. A, he didn't have the tools on the bench to be able to combat it. You know, we'll have to, if you expect him, we'll have to do something about it. You, you, you forget it. The kid's still learning. It's a big ask of Gwendu. Well, Gwendu, just Gwendu, he's just not up to it, unfortunately. He shouldn't be on the pitch. Torreira, too lightweight. Um, not enough um, uh, energy or defensive ability or that closing down ability from Mesut Ozil. Um, Julian Salmon, that's a really, I like that. That's so cheeky. I like a lot. So, Julian, Julian Salmon put some uh, <laughs> in the box. Gwendouzi game is more suited to the championship, to be honest with you. So he may come in handy next season. <laughs> he does put a lol on it. Um, but there you go, Raul Sanlehi. There you go, building the future. Um, so, Danny, um, second half kicks off. Um, you know, you, you, you're seeing... We start off quite slickly, I thought. You saw um, Maitland-Niles play a fantastic uh, ball forward to Nelson. Almost a knuckle shot um, to get him going forward. Unfortunately, he came to nothing. We couldn't get the support up to... Uh, to 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 Reese, um, Obama Young was absolutely active today. Wasn't he? His work rate was fantastic. That's why I thought it would have been maybe a good idea to take Lacazette off and play him up front because he was really he had he was more effective playing out wide left, uh, yeah, wide left than um, and coming in and cutting in and doing stuff than Lacazette was playing up front and having everyone trying to give the ball to him. So you got to, you got to wonder how much longer is Aubameyang going to put up with that? I know they're mates and that lot, but at some point he's going to go, well, I scored one goal today playing from out wide. If I'd have been playing up front, I know things wouldn't have worked, but if he'd have got that ball where Lacazette would have got it, he maybe would have been sharper. He could have got it. And if we'd have gone 2-0 up or 3-0 up, like you, someone said in our WhatsApp group, we should be 3-0 up by now. If we'd have been 3-0 up, the game would have been all over. It wouldn't have made any difference what Lampard would have done formation-wise or tactics-wise. But it's um, it just shows what a great player he is. And I think I was thinking, watching the game and I was thinking a couple of times we've said, oh, who would we get rid of, Lacazette or Aubameyang, to bring in other players? And we've always gone, get rid of, of Aubameyang. I've, now I've changed my mind. I don't want to get rid of any of them. I want the, man, the owner to put his hand in his pocket and buy the players we need. Then we can keep both of those two and keep Pepe and keep Ozil and keep all of this lot. Because we've seen from today that at times... Um, that's this is working. We can see definite improvements from Arteta. It's going to take a while to, to beat these players into shape, but Aubameyang looks back on his game. Uh, Lucas and Torreira's looked pretty good. I mean, his stats weren't that great for today. Leno is still is still really good. I thought Saka and um, Ainsley, they've both done really well, considering they, they were both playing full-back, um, wing-back and midfield at times. So there's lots of positives to take. We're just unlucky. Like someone else put in the chat box, we're just one um, bad fumble from Leno, who has been brilliant for us all season. One bit of bad luck got them back in the game. And so we've got to take the positives out again. There's no point shouting and screaming and going, that's it, it's the end. It's not. No, it's, not. The, it's the beginning of a rebuilding process. And I'm quite confident it's going to it's gonna be all right. And we probably won't I be thought, playing in the championship next season. I genuinely thought there's a lot for Arteta to look, look and learn from. Yeah. I think today really highlighted the areas we do need strengthening. Okay. Uh, uh, and I think it's, 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 it's massive. That, that midfield, before we look at centre-backs, that midfield is huge for us to strengthen. But, um, uh, John, we saw um, Jorginho commit a foul 
um, on Lacazette. I thought Lacazette just stood in his face. <laughs> I really did. Um, I've got to be honest. If that was Dan Armand for Drek, okay, his, my knee would have broken his jaw. Yeah, it's a it's a very ah oh, crap. I'm giving the ball away in a bad position. Professional yeah. foul. I take the yellow card. Which is something I would want my players to do as well. So we're going to come to that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, Which is the right thing to do. Although Lacazette at this point, I, I think it's partly because the referee hasn't been booking players, but also it's frustration at himself because he knows he's not playing well. He he today got a little bit too wound up, and yeah, the way he was talking to the referee, I know he obviously got booking uh, got booked for. Argue with that, the ref. That, that, that may be the most disgraceful moment of officiating I've seen. But um, he really, really was barking at the referee today. And to the letters of the law, he he could have been another one who could have walked as well because he was really starting to lose his rag. And as a guy who's as experienced as he is and played, you know, he's he's played over Europe and stuff, and he knows how you can speak to referees. Sometimes you got to can it and calm down a little bit. And you saw Aubameyang saying to him a few times, he needs to calm down. Because it's good when you get that angry. And uh, we we know Lacazette, when he gets annoyed or someone fouls in, sometimes you do that where he just goes, no, I'm just going to run through players and muscle past them. But you also lose a bit of your uh, intelligence when you get that angry. Um, uh, well. yeah. It's one of those, look, I've got to be honest, I thought as a team, we should have been on Paulson. A bit mm. more, we should have surrounded him, and we should have been aggressive in it because you, 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 we, we, we'll get to what we're going to get to. I mean, I know we got lucky with the Wendy situation; he should have been off. But mm. you know, um, can, I, um, can I just say, <laughs> I just got a message. Got a message from a friend uh, uh, who doesn't watch football, but she thought she'd tune in just to entertain herself. She's not from here, so she doesn't. You know, she gets English, but Jason is obviously quite hard to understand. I got a message from her saying, this guy reminds me of Hitler when he's talking. Is he short? Because all small, small people are angry. She's also small, Jace. That's why she's always angry as well. But she thinks you're very funny. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> That's made his day. That's his thing to her about Short. 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 <laughs> well, Jace, you are shorter than me. Are you not? No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Well, I'm not oh, getting you. all defensive now. See, like, I'm, I'm talking. Tall you. How tall am I? Taller than you. Well, you're not. Do you want to forget? I love you. I'm six foot six, if anyone asks. <laughs> Sitting down. <laughs> there we go. Loki 73 puts in the box. 29 points behind the Bindipers. Um, right. Okay. Obama can't finish from the chance on the free kick. We then get the Rudiger Mustafi head clash. Oof. That was a bit of a sickener. That was a bit of a sickener, wasn't it? Danny. It was very worrying. And this, I'm not as worried now as about I used to be about it because they um, have they started putting doctors in the crowd as spotters to keep an eye on concussion because I know that's what they are talking about doing. And we've seen normally, even just two or three years ago, we'd have seen Socrates still playing. Um, even with his concussion, and they do take a lot more time. That's why we had, I think, seven minutes or five minutes at the end of the first half, seven minutes of injury time at the end of the second half, because we're taking this seriously because we've seen so many players who played back in the olden days that are getting severe head traumas over and over and over again. And so when you see it go down, even if it's the opposition play, you do think, oh, that's not going to be good. So was this the one where Rudiger had to put his um, his Steve Foster Brighton um, headband on? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought our play was going to have to come off. Who was it? It was... Um, 
Mustafi. Yes. Yeah, I know. I wasn't listening, Jason. I was um, just thinking about Steve Fozzie Foster. (laughs) 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 Just Google it, people. Um, Or Yahoo. Actually, don't Google it. They're trying to take over the world. So it's always really worrying. And uh, yeah, brave man, come back on. I mean, and stayed on. Also, it's nice to see Chambers get up and walk off as well. Uh, Someone did put in here a quote from. And he said Wenger there. Bloody hell, we wish. Uh, a, a quote from who's our new manager? What's he's at Arteta saying that first signs don't look good for, for Chambers. So that's two players with head injuries from uh, stuff like that. But it didn't look too bad when they went up and did it. Only when they're on the floor, you thought, oh, fucking hell, that does look bad. So, yeah. So somebody else did put in our chat box. It's got to think Mavropanos has got a really, really shit player to have um, a crippled player like Mustafi stay on the pitch because he didn't look good, did he? Oh, and of course, just to just to keep the balance as well, because we are trying to be more balanced as, yeah. as always. From that head injury, somehow we got the ball, even though Chelsea had the ball on the edge of our box and were attacking our goal, and the ref stopped play for a head injury, but he gave it to Leno. <laughs> He's not going to give it from the edge of the box, was he? That's the thing. He no, but then it should be really by the rules. It should be a contested drop ball then. Nah. I mean, I'm not complaining because thankfully they didn't give it back to yeah. right on the edge um, of the box. But just yeah, more shit. more examples of poor being John, shit. John, 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 you're better than that. That's a shit point, okay? Being always oh, in a right mood today, John. Jesus, oh, small people. Where's a troll when we want one? He can take it out on the troll, not us. I'm, I'm, I'm fuming. I'm fuming. So from that that uh, head injury, you then see some brilliant plays from Mustafi and Luis. Okay, Mustafi and Luis at that point were saving our bacon. A lot of people happily ignore that, you know. Um, they they played really well. You get Leno saving from Abraham. Then you get Willock coming on from Ozil. Danny, um, what were your thoughts on Ozil's performance? Considering I wanted him out of the club before the game started, and now I've seen that he has the ability to turn stuff around. And I think it wasn't... There was some photos by Stuart uh, McFarland showing that a couple of them, the new coaches with their arm around um, Ozil, and we were going, oh, are these the people that are giving him confidence now? I can't remember what the, the exact quote was. And I thought, well, that's that's really good because that's what he needs. He needs Because after all the stuff with Germany and all the stuff with the mugging and all that lot, um, he needs he needs a little bit of love. And, it, and, and as Arteta played with him, and uh, I would say that when Arteta played with him, we got the best out of Ozil. And it would have been Arteta was the one behind him Giving him the ball like is what like what he needs. Jesus, I've been watching too much Gavin and Stacey. Like what he needs, dear. What a great series that is. Don't watch the final one. And uh, so yeah, I think he's realised what he wants, and it looks like he may get a tune out of him because for forty five minutes he was running that game. I mean, it's not. It's very rarely that three people on the show will all go Urzel. Yeah, very good. Second half, not so much, but definitely shows good signs of it, doesn't it? Have I answered your question? Because you're on mute and I talk while you're still on mute. Oh, Jesus. That's it. <laughs> I was safe for a minute. He's letting it all out. <laughs> He's not ordering dinner, people. He's breakdancing electric boogaloo. That's just how Welsh people say hello, isn't it? I think it's for the best, Jace, actually. <laughs> oh, trust me again, you know. <laughs> John, then we get it. Um, well, the Jorginho incident, incident, it's a clear pullback. It's a, my, my notes are Jorginho should be off. Paulson is a fucking cheat. 
And anything between the FA is watching or PGMOL. Steady. Craig Paulson is a fucking cheat. Not allegedly. Nothing. He's incompetent and he's a fucking cheat. He saw that. He does not give the yellow card for the pullback, which he has to. In exactly the same way he should have given the yellow card to Gwendouzi earlier. Okay. Um, and then he books, he has the temerity to book Lacazette for coming in for claiming for the second yellow. John, talk to me, because I'm then going for a wee, because <clears throat> I've had a guts full. And Nicky Wilson, I don't watch it. Stop with the stupid questions. If you want to come in this chat box, you behave yourself. Sorry, Dan. I don't know. Why am I, why am I putting Danny? Sorry, I don't John. Know. Do, you want, do you want me to talk about it now? Okay, yeah, so, uh... <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it, it's a second, it's a second yellow, it's a booking. It's exactly the same as uh, Quinduzi should have been sent off. That was a foul. The I, I don't understand what Porson sees. I kind of get why he books Lacazette because of the way he jumps in and screams at him, and he's like right up in his face. And that is, you know, according to letter law, you have to book them if they get too aggressive, or maybe he swore at him or something like that. That's fine. But the fact that Jorginho doesn't go then changes the game. He walked away, didn't he? He walked away. He's like, oh, for God's sake, I'm going to get done there. And he walked away. Yeah. He didn't. You're thinking, well, hold on. You know he did. If Andy Townsend, who is, who's got blue blood, oh, we've all got blue blood, who's a Chelsea fan when it suits him, <laughs> even he went, well, that, he should have gone for that, shouldn't he? In the Coco, yeah. yeah, he should have gone for that. It is, it's honestly, it's, just, it's staggering. But I'm sure whatever the Chelsea equivalent of what we do here is, they're probably, I mean, they're not going to be complaining because they won the game, but they'll be saying the same thing about Guendouzi in the first half. Like, how did Guendouzi not get sent off and how did Chelsea not get a penalty? And, I mean, whether they score from it, you don't know. But, yeah, I mean, the referee all day was just garbage. And I think for both teams, he was awful. It just, just not good enough. And I don't... This is the thing that frustrates me. People complain about VAR or about linesmen or anything else. But until the standard of just refereeing on the pitch gets better, you're going to constantly get people complaining about these issues. It's just yeah, not good enough. But this is the thing, John, okay? Craig Pawson has a history of awful performances. Absolutely awful, okay? And he gets away with it and still gets paid for it. And I don't understand how this keeps on happening. Because Craig Pawson is, without doubt, one of the worst referees I've ever seen. It's Jase, It's exactly the same thing as within the FA, the PGMLO, all those things. It's an old boys club where you know people, you keep your job, you get paid, that's it. Yeah. They don't ask questions, and that's it. The, the, the one thing I would say is that the referees who ref like at the very, very lowest levels and are trying to work their ways up, who are genuine referees who want to get experience and gain it and go all the way through the system, they're the ones who suffer the most because of those referees in the Premier League that are shit at their job and basically never lose their job. I, they I never gotta, get on a game do. Yeah, look, I've got to be honest, dude. When you have an organisation headed up by Mike Riley, it <laughs> fucking sums up everything about this. No, that's that's if, if the person at the very top is useless at the job, it's just going to filter down to everyone else below. Unbelievable, unbelievable. So, um, you know, what should have been a red card... Um, then sort of, you know, well, I, 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 I have no words to describe it. Um, Danny, then you see Willock getting firing wide a chance. He's got Lacazette three. Um, he butchers another opportunity to win us a game, to be honest. With you. 
I only saw the Lacazette. I only saw that Lacazette was free to his left once I saw the replay. Um, it was a bit. Uh, that was when the ball had been all around the um, all around the box. Yeah. It started off on the left hand side. Aubameyang had done a few pirouettes. Then it gone through to the middle. Then it went out to I think Pepe on the right hand side. He look at me, Jay's taking note. And um, but he did a few pirouettes, went zigzaggy out, and then I think it came to Torreira, and then Torreira laid it off to Willock. Willock, and then Willock had a shot, and it went just past the right hand side of the post. See, I always wonder why players. I always think that players like Henri, Ian Wright, you could blindfold them, spin them round for an hour, and then say, "Go on in, have a shot of goal," and they they get it inside somewhere towards the net. And it, it's shocking the number of times our players will just have a shot when there's no one near them, and they've got quite a bit of spare time to do it, and they're not being crowded by anyone. And they, they don't even get it on target. How hard is it to get a ball on target? And that was our ideal opportunity to get a point out of this game. And he'll look back at that and he'll be angry about it. But it's so annoying. Wasted. I mean, he was to the amount of hectic and stuff going on in that box, it was um, it, it's no surprise that he didn't save the player to the left of him, ready for, waiting for the ball. Second game in the trot, he's done it. Mm, he's young though well this is the mistakes young players are going to make and if we're a half decent team then you can afford to make mistakes like that but they can't afford to have young players learning their trade making mistakes when we are desperate for a goal so what do you do that's a really good point to be fair I like did you say that was a good point yeah, it's the only one you're going to get today okay (laughs) I'd like to thank my mum at this moment (laughs) I thought this day would never come i got to be honest, I, th- I, thought, I, I really like um, Joe Willock, but he's not there yet, and that's the problem we've got. He's not ready yet, and that's the big thing. We have lots that are like that, though, don't we? Like Emil Smith-Rowe, another one I'm not sure he's yeah. going to make it. How anybody thought these guys are ready for Premier League? I, well, welcome to the Raul Sunday show. Absolute fucking clown. Okay? Um, Dan, I'm not being funny, but when we said it all, uh, you know... From sort of Christmas onwards last season, you know, we started asking the question about the manager. You could see what was happening. And if me and this idiot here, John Welsh, can see it, and Rose Sunday, he can't see it, I'm asking, why are you paying this guy millions of pounds a year to run a football club this badly? He's a fat little fraud, Jace. Fucking arsehole. And he does look like my dead grandfather. Um, uh, John um, Jorginho goal. go on, talk to me about it. It really cheer me up. I, Good luck. I uh, I feel re- uh, this is horrible because saying anything bad about Leno just feels oh, it feels so fucking mean because that poor bloke since he's joined the club has had no help whatsoever. He's had an absolute garbage in front of him. The midfield have given him no help. He's tried his best, and all he does week in, week out, have to pick the ball out the back of the net and go, Why the fuck did I join Arsenal? Honestly. <laughs> it is, though, isn't it? Because every game he pulls off amazing saves and he saves from a free kick and he comes out and he punches and clears it. And you're like, Oh, I feel really sorry for him. And then get just a, you know, it's not even a good free kick, it's just a ball <laughs> from the back post. I don't know if it's just because we've been under so much pressure at that point or something in in the game or he's panicking a little bit because Mustafi's come in or, you know, whatever it is, he goes to clear the ball and I think, yeah, he's going to get this, this is fine and he just judges the flight completely wrong and fluffs it and Jorginho's just stood there and gone, what the fuck? What have I got? One hour am I still on the pitch and two, why is the ball at my feet? Oh, thank you very much, I'll have a tap in. Uh, out of all the, the wank stains for the ball to fall to. 
Yeah. That's the bit that annoys me, okay? Yeah. But it, I, 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 that, I, that is so typical football. The player who should have been sent off is the one who scores the goal. It's, it just always happens. But yeah, look, I, I know people are going to slaughter Leno for it. It's it's a huge mistake. He knows it. You see how gutted he was at the end of the game. But I'm not going to give the guy any stick because I think someone, yeah, Loki's put in the chat, Leno has saved us 15 points plus. It's probably more than that. Yeah, and this is the thing, okay, he's fucked up, okay? Let's let's just make no bones about it, okay? It's his mistake, right on? Um, But I I think the guy's been great all season. Yeah, I I I hope he doesn't get any stick. I I think most fans have been sensible and stuff. Actually, what's Benares was saying? Benares, where have you been? I haven't seen you for ages, Benares. Where the hell are you? Yeah, because uh, Benares is not a big fan of Leno. Mm, I think he's probably banned, Jace. No, I am banned. Look, I'll have a look. Go and have a look. And if he's banned, unban him, please. I right. like Benares. Um, uh, yeah, he's just unfortunate. Danny, then Pepe on for Nelson. I thought Nelson had a good game. I thought he showed a lot more intent uh, than on the previous summer game against Bournemouth. Um, not quite there with end product, but um, uh, and I, I genuinely thought Pepe should have come on about 20 minutes earlier. But what were your thoughts, Matt? Yeah, I said that. that I, I'd have brought, possibly brought... Um, Pe- is Pepe recovering from an injury or a knock or something? Did he get beaten? He's no. just been dropped. That's <laughs> a very strange situation. At half-time, I'd have taken Lacazette off as much as we want him to score... Our love for Lacazette isn't as important as us winning the game. So I'd have taken Lacazette off. I'd have um, uh, Nelson can play left. I'd have played Nelson left, Aubameyang in the middle, and Pepe on the right. I mean, you saw the difference that Pepe. I mean, everyone was knackered after kicking each other for eighty-five minutes, but someone had summed it up perfectly in the box. Um, Pepe is too good to come on for five minutes a game. It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know if maybe he's not showing it in training because didn't Freddie say that that he didn't see in training anything from Pepe that made him want to play him in the game. So maybe that's the same problem because this is looking to be a disastrous transfer. I know it's only it's 2020 and 12 million over four seasons and some other club may come in and buy him. But that is such a huge risk on a player that the transfer podcast said that he, he had to get himself an agent to try and get him uh, a move because no one wanted him. And he said Arsenal were the only club that made an offer for him. And it's ridiculous. He's, and we saw when he come on, he, is, he scares people. He, he's got the, the some of the stuff that he does. If you did a highlight video of his career at Arsenal, of all these tricky skills he does with his feet, you think he's fantastic, but he needs more time. You can't bring a player on like that after 85 minutes. If you're going to bring him on as a sub, bring, give him half an hour. Let him do something. Let him create something. And he's not doing it. So hopefully it's just part of Arteta's plan and he will become a starter because he needs... We saw this season when we had Aubameyang, Lacazette and Pepe play. That for, probably was that our best part of the season. And I think we had Ceballos playing behind them and we had we had a dozen different players playing behind them. But the future of Arsenal, attacking-wise, has got to be those three up front, hasn't it? Ah, you'd like to think so, but... I think there's, there, there might be an argument as well that perhaps at the moment Arteta trusts Nelson more defensively than Pepe. I think yeah. that might have come into it, into his decision. I, 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 I also think because of introducing him to the league and we can see he's still not quite there, I think bringing on a player like Pepe in a game where there is, you know, I think probably Arteta would have liked to if Chambers hadn't gone off injured. My guess is he would have brought him on with like 20 minutes to go when Chelsea are tiring a bit. Because of the way the game was going, and he wasn't confident that necessarily Pepe was going to help defensively as much as Nelson had, 
maybe that's why it gets up till later. I think you maybe grasp the straws there a bit, bit. I gotta be honest. I look at some uh, Pepe's performance when he came on against against Bournemouth. He scared them more in five minutes than Nelson did all game. And I thought Nelson played well today. I I, I got a lot of time for Reese Nelson. I think he's I think he's a nice little player. I think he lacks a little bit of pace and he, he a bit of experience is gonna bring you know, uh, uh, the skills to sort of make up for that. And as soon but, as Ozil put the ball to him, he was ready and waiting and he was oh, off like a whip it. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you can find fault with Reese Nelson today. I really don't. Yeah. I think um, uh, maybe a couple of f- final balls, but that's being a bit harsh. You know, that's, these are the players who make mistakes. But, yeah. you know, we, we are where we are. Um, oh, right, on to it. Oh, and breathe. Think happy thoughts, Jace. But what annoys me is, up until this point, you've had one mistake from Leno. They, they granted Chelsea should have had the penalty for the Guendouzi nonsense. Yeah, okay. yeah, we know that. Okay, but Leno's made one mistake. We have defended so well up to this point. Yeah, we've played well as a team, even with you know Guendouzi missing an action, Torreira being um, uh, you know lightweight. Chambers going off early, head injuries. We've we've done well. We've really done well. Abraham in midfield, instead of going and clumping him, and I get, I I know why Mustafi's done it because he's scared of diving in. Because that's what he got loads of grief for last season. Yeah, and and you know, as soon as that's in a player's mind, and let's be honest, he's hardly played since summer. You know, he's played once, I think. And in summer, Emery's left, um, and he, he he's made a mistake there. Then you get the mistake from Luis John. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's all she wrote. Yeah, I mean the the original one obviously stems from we're obviously trying to get ahead in the game. That's fine, and we push forward. Chelsea push out well and play a good ball out. But the moment that Mustafi doesn't go in tight on Abraham and lets him turn. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Stop a second, stop a second. Gaz Elliott, he's a United fan. Gaz, how are you? <laughs> Jesse Lingard, a whole year, a whole calendar year, not involved, no, no goals, no assists. You've spent. Eighty-five billion pounds on dog shit. <laughs> You've got that prick Goldberg as your mascot or whatever. The saviour. Okay. Um, <laughs> you've got. Oh. They, they give De Gea a three hundred and fifty grand a week contract. <laughs> De Gea. Oh, oh. Check the ball. De Gea, De Gea. Good. Two hundred and fifty grand a week. He's, about, he's twelve years old, isn't he? What? Oh, what are you doing? No, I'm not being funny. I tell you, he was twelve years old. Okay, as um, uh, was the oh, boy. Lamptey. No, I don't, I don't know the yeah, boy. That's his name. Lamptey, yeah, Thunder Honestly. Road. Thunder Road put in the chat. Even Lamptey is taller than Chris Carpenter. I, I tell you what, okay, <laughs> if you put him and Saka next to each other, it's like they're on loan from the local comprehensive. It's like so young, <laughs> so young, are they? Um, but let's get back to Gaz earlier. To Gaz, Gaz, Gaz. You've got the magnificent Paul Bogba. You know, fifty grand a goal. Eight hundred million pound a week, and you're, you're you're just such a pathetic bunch of wankers, aren't you? You checkbook Charlies, you're a prick. You are nothing. Now fuck off out of my chat box, you prot. I don't know. I I, I didn't want to swear there. I just, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, um, I'm yeah that, 
that that goal, Mustafi's Mustafi's got to step into Abraham there. The moment he lets him turn, then we're just in lo- so much trouble. And it is a really nice move from Chelsea. The way that all all their forward players are involved in it is very good. Louise gets done by William as oh. well, like too easily. But each, each both the centre backs there who had been great the whole game. Like Louise yeah. was making some amazing blocks, oh. last it challenges. Mustafi, after he's got absolutely clattered around the head and he looks like he's a bit stunned, he gets up and makes about five brilliant headers in like the space of two I, minutes. I tell you one thing, Mustafi's puking after that game. Yeah, oh, big the time. Thing, I've not been running. This is, the, the, this is the bit that gets me, okay? They've done so well and then we get two silly mistakes from them yeah. after they've played. And, and, and let's be honest, Mustafi stuck his head in where it hurts. There's been yeah. a lot of things said about that poor bugger. Okay, and, and and he makes one mistake instead of going in, clattering him from, from yeah. behind, pick up the yellow. Let's just think that's something that Arteta is going to have to work on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But you, you get a mistake from him, you get a mistake from David Louise, where he gets done by William. And then Mustafi obviously he tries to come back and correct his position, tries to front up Abraham in the box, but he gets turned. And he's, it's, a, it's a really nice move from Chelsea, but there's two clear periods within that move where even Mustafi or Louise could have stopped it yeah. and, and they both get done. And it's so, it was absolutely gutting because even after they bought on Jorginho and they had a lot more of the ball and they were dictating the game, I actually thought defensively, we looked fine. We didn't really give them that many clear cut chances. If you think through the game of honest, clear, proper, decent chances Chelsea had, there's none. Because no. we, we, every time there was about to be a chance, like Torreira was in, Mustafi, Louise, uh, Chambers before he went off injured, you know, Saka was coming back. Abamyang was like running the length of the pitch non-stop, blocking shots, throw-ins, anything he could, crosses. It, it was really, really good. And I thought, wow, if we get a 1-0 win here, I'll, I'll happily take it. We should have scored more goals, definitely. But just the way the whole team and the mentality, and you could just see it, it absolutely killed him. That goal absolutely killed him. The players were just their heads really went a little bit after that. The frustration was okay. You know, you get Torreira fighting wide from a Willer effort, but we'd lost. Dan, we dominated the early part of that game. As soon as Shazino came on, we lost that that dominance, and we never regained it. And it was it was so frustrating when you look at this. Okay, so um, you know. Chelsea had four shots on target as opposed to our two. Um, 13 shots as opposed to our seven, our seven um, all game. Yet, I was never worried at any point. The, this, is the, this is the start that really gets me. 19 Chelsea fouls as opposed to 13 of ours. Okay? Right? And yet, I think we had more yellow cards than they did. Now, there should, should have been two sendings off. Um, what are your final thoughts on the game, Dan? Are you frustrated? Are you annoyed? You know, because this is, I don't know. I, I, I just, I feel a little bit sick after this game. I really do. Well, we had five yellows, like you said, and they had four. And most of theirs came in the spate of um, 30. They got two and 30 of 34th and 55th. And uh, ours are spread out through the whole game. And they, even though they did more fouling, I think one thing on the goal, 
that um that we have that I didn't that I wanted to say or don't get the right window back up is that when I was watching I was thinking yeah Mustafi's going to get grilled for this because he, he's stepping back the whole time so was Louise but you what if you when you get to watch the game again you watch what Saka who was meant to be covering at left back what Saka was doing jogging behind or running not jogging running behind him and he's probably thinking what do I do and what and then, I don't know what I'm a winger what do I do what do I do and he just followed him all the way in and right at the end he went jumped on the spot <laughs> the poor kid has no idea what to do. We have two defenders playing in that game. We had um, Lucas, who was uh, occasionally doing some defending. There was times under Emery that we had four or five people defending. We had too many defenders. Now we have two. One of those hasn't his own. It's only his third um, uh, Premier League game of the season, two of which he came on as a substitute. And and then the other one is who was I thought Luis was brilliant today. Um, some of the clearances he didn't fuck around when he's doing those clearances, did he? I think we're just unlucky. A couple of dodgy things. Um, Arteta will learn from this that you uh, it is okay to make mid-game substitutions. You can't leave players like Pepe on the bench to the 85th minute. If Lacazette's having a shit game, take him off, bring someone else on. And he, he has to look at the Gwendouzi thing and go, whoa, I don't know what your job is, son, but what you did today... That's not acceptable. You either need to refine your art, decide what kind of player you are, or you're not going to be playing. You're going to be back on the bench because he has learned nothing from his time on the Because Freddie didn't. Uh, I think Freddie was in charge for six games. Before that, Grandiose had played nearly every game. During Freddie was there, he was sat on the bench most of the time. So I think he's going to have to look at Grandiose and go, there's a bit of a problem here. Hopefully we're going to bring in somebody maybe on loan or Sabayos. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll come to that in a second, mate. We'll come to that in a second. Yeah. I actually want to ask you both about that. Go on, John, um, yeah, it, it, it's a bittersweet day. Uh, are you more positive now than you were? Or how do you feel about it? Um, I, I mean, obviously, I'm absolutely gutted because I thought we could have won the game if we just just taken one of those other chances we had in the first half. I think at 2-0, it's very different and maybe Chelsea kind of drop off a little bit or I, I don't know. It, it's just a different game. Look, bad referee decisions for both teams. Um, it could have changed the outcome of the game completely. Um, good or bad, you never know, depending on, you know, what happens. Um but again, I saw lots of positives, saw another really good performance from Ozil. You saw a lot of work rate from Aubameyang, who's not playing his position he wants to play, but he's really knuckling down and work, helping his team out. I saw a lot more togetherness with the players, like the way they were clapping and each other and like trying to help each other in positions and pulling each other about. Um, there's definite clear improvement. But I think at the moment, the, the one thing we're suffering from is... You know, it's still very early days for Arteta. This is not, yeah. you're not really going to see this until next season properly. You know, almost from now to the end of the season is see where we can get in the league. Just, you know, wherever, honestly, I, if we don't get top four, it, you know, I don't, I'm not even thinking about that at the moment. I'm just like taking game by game. If we can put some form together when the Europa League comes back around, great. That'd be amazing if we can make a run in that and maybe try and win it. Uh, it's going to be very difficult. But, Everything for me looks good right now. It's just about him. Again, he's got to try and pick the players up from today because they're going to be gutted. My worry is that it's not necessarily that Arteta can't do it. It's that at the moment he doesn't have the squad to. I mean, you look at some of the players today, they're going to be shattered. That Like Saka, he's such a young kid and asking him to play out of position, um, you know, and he had to really run his sucks off today. He was out on his feet by the end of the game and he's probably going to have to play the I, next game because we've really got no one. Funny enough, DTK 
um, LBC said, um, uh, the reason that Mustafi didn't go for Abraham was because Saka was gassed, so he dropped back to try to be safe. I think it's a fair comment. I, I, it's not the decision he should have made, but it's the way... But, uh, yeah, there's there's going to be a few players that are really going to start feeling it. I mean, this time of year, you always get it anyway because the games yeah. are so so quick, but we're so short in certain areas of the pitch. Um, and we're asking some young players to really do things that are sort of above and beyond maybe what they should be doing right now. So the club has got to really go out in January and help Arteta. And if Xhaka is leaving, and if that's why he wasn't in the squad today... Wait, wait for that. Wait, I don't, yeah. want, I don't want to go on that yet. I'm going to all talk about that. Um, Jimbo, you are very, very, very welcome, mate. You are very, very welcome, Jimbo says. Thanks, uh, you... Thanks a lot, you guys, for doing the podcast after every game. Win or lose, I'm always looking forward to listening to the podcast, Jimbo, and we are grateful that you turn up and support us. Thank you, mate. Much appreciated. Um, right, okay, i got, I got to be honest with you. I'm liking what I've seen from Arteta so far. I can see the mistakes. I can see the fact we've got a thin squad. I can see the fact that, you know, we've still got hangovers from other people, from the previous regime towards certain players. I think you've got to give him the season to A, develop his relationships within the squad. And then you're going to have to see what happens next season because we're not going to solve all our problems in the January transfer window. We get some long-term people out injured um, and we lack experience in that midfield. Okay, If Xhaka's going to go, well, we're about to talk about it. There's going to, you know, it's going to be big issues for this midfield. Um, but, you know, it was a bittersweet game today. Did we deserve to lose it? No, I didn't think we did. Um, but had the referee officiated the game correctly, Gwendozi would have been gone after half an hour. Um, I'd tell you, I mean, you know, everybody goes on about um, Kronks. We've got what we got. I don't give a shit about the Kronks. I really don't. We got what we got. Our problem is we bought we bought poorly. Everybody was wanking over the summer transfer window. It was never the greatest summer transfer window because too many of the players were for, for down the line and not for now. Yeah, we've got to change the culture within the club, and hopefully Mikel can do that. Because if he changes the culture, we'll be okay. We've got enough quality there. Um, right. Okay. So, guys, the big question: Jacques. Does he stay or does he go? Danny, you first. I'm not eating half rates. He's gone. He's long gone. Jurgen Klinsmann, I didn't know, has took over as manager of Hertha Berlin in the end of November. He's in a big rebuilding scheme there. Hertha Berlin get big crowds. They're a big team and he's going to do wonders there. Manager of the USA and Germany and Bayern Munich. So I'm surprised it took him so long to get back into the game, but... Yep, he's going there, and they will build a team around him, and then John might even start supporting Hertha Berlin. So it'd be like the BMG days when uh, when Xhaka was there. It's going to be it'll be go there. It'll probably be made captain, and we'll look at that. And in I don't know if they're probably in the Euro, the Europa League next season if they're not already. Oh Jesus, my chocolate's melting. I'm going to shut up. Yeah, he's going. Dan, um, oh okay, John, you can't have one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think he's gone, to be honest. I think the way that um, just the whole being ill thing, look, maybe he is genuinely ill, but just because of all the stories in the paper, the way his agent's been talking, let's be honest, 
uh, he's clearly not happy with the way that Arsenal sort of took their stance on what he did on the pitch and the way the fans treated him and everything else. It's fair enough. People take it whichever they they want. But there is no denying that that midfield needed him today. I think he would have genuinely made a difference. I'm not saying the I'm not saying he's the best centre midfielder in the world by any by any means. The issue I've got is if he goes, we have to get a replacement. We have to get someone who can play, you know, that position can keep the ball, can lend it to someone, take it back, give it out, spray the passes. And I, I don't know who we go for. I'm not sure who it is. But um John, yeah. I'm gonna come to your point of bringing in a replacement for him. Jaka, you need to bring in two replacements. Oh no, don't be wrong. I think we need more. Because let's be, let's be really honest. So Barrios has, uh, has played one decent game yeah. against Burnley. He's fucking yeah. Burnley, okay? I know. Fucking Burnley. Honest to God, the wank I heard about that game, and look where we are. Okay, look where we are. He's twenty-three. He can't get. He can't get in the, the Real Madrid team. Well, guess what? They've got some fabulous midfielders. I get it, okay? But he's not done anything to prove himself in our squad. Rabio, Michael Hahnemann, I can't see him being the answer. I do apologise, but I just can't see that boy being the answer. Fosberg, now you're talking, okay? But, you know, if, if we are allowing Jack to leave this club, because Gwenduzi, Willock, Torreira so far this season, okay, and Ceballos, there's four midfielders who aren't worth a wank between them. They are not going to win you a trophy. They're not worth a wank between them. There's probably half a million pounds a week going out of the club with that lot. And they're not worth a wank yet. You know, Gwendozi, right, if you can coach him, coach him up. But genuinely, at this moment in time, you know, this guy's never going to be a top, top midfielder. He's just not, unless he pulls his head out of his ass. Torreira, way too lightweight. Okay, he got pushed off the ball. We're going to talk about the um, uh, equaliser in a bit. But, you know, this guy gets too pushed off the ball way too easily. Right, huh? Um AMN couldn't get a sniff if he tried at midfield because I don't know what's going on there. Willock, really like... I, I, and I like all these players. I like them all. Okay? You, know, you can't deny Ceballos' talent. But his, 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 his end product is... His, what he puts out on the pitch is fucking awful. You need a player in there. I mean, we need more than one, but you always need at least one player on the pitch who is an experienced pro who can coach them through the game almost. Arteta, that's who we need. <laughs> <laughs> he, did job, he did a job against West Brom. <laughs> <laughs> it's Arteta, the Zimba Free, but you know. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just I just look at it. I just think this club's been so badly managed by Raul Sanlehi. Yeah. I, I think we're in a shitter. Or someone referred to him, Danny DeVito, of a bad wig. Whoever said that in the chat box, take a bow. Yeah, take a bow. Um, Ian Alexander McCarthy, Gwendozi is 20. Yeah, I get it. Okay, they off the lad. No, he represents the Arsenal. And he's not learned one iota since he's got into this first team. And when he plays, we look worse. I, I, I get that he's 20. I'd love him to succeed. I've always tried to be a big fan of his, okay? But honestly, how often do you have to 
stink the ground out to get dropped. He's absolutely awful. One game in 70 goals. Even make the Niles has got more than that from right back. Exactly. One game yeah. in 70 goals. Do you want to say yeah, that the other way around, Danny? No, oh, that was good. Something <laughs> if I, where, 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 one goal in 70 games. Why hasn't anybody set up an ABW out of context? There would be plentiful stuff every week for you to have. Lord, I tell you what, it's awful. Right, um, so let's go to some questions then. Um, we're not going to stay too long. I'm really fucking annoyed. Really annoyed today. Um, Matt D'Souza, uh, no, sorry, Julian Salmon asks, uh, are you boys concerned about relegation or is it just me? Uh, no, I'm not, uh, because there are at least, at least three teams worse than us in the Premier League right now. Thankfully. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, Jason, uh, Danny was trying to be clever there and pull up the Premier League table. I was. Did it wrong. <laughs> I've got so many bloody tabs open. It's probably yeah. further down. You tit. I know. Honestly, it's, no, it's it's not it's not something that worries me. Um, oh, we're not in that we're not in that half. Yeah, scroll keep down, scroll down, down. keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Twin, what a, Halfway what a through the season on negative goal difference. Oh. <laughs> We've only lost one game more than Manchester City, though. Yeah, true. Oh, I, 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 I love it when people bring that up. I really, really <laughs> I, I, you know what? I did, you know what? Okay, last season when I started questioning Emery, you saw them all. Oh, you're a disgrace. You're a joke. You know, all this. Okay. Not one of those wankers have come back and said, you know, Chase, you were right. You were right. He was shit. And he has led us to, he had led, has led us into hell. No, none of you. None of you come back. Yeah, fucking assholes. <laughs> Daniel Swift sums it up. Newcastle above us. Lol. I know. <laughs> I'm not being funny and deservedly so. You know. Well, I know I don't want the Champions League and I definitely don't want the Championship. I know they sound the same, but I don't want either. Danny, shut up and answer this question. Master Souza asks, does Pepe's lack of work rate and aggression count against him? What was the reason Nelson stayed on? I have no idea. I thought it was an injury, but you two say well, it's not, not an injury. It's, it's going to be the same as what Freddie said. He's just not showing it in, in training. Um, when you come from a farmer's league like that and you you make the jump after one decent season and you cost that amount of money, the amount of pressure that he is probably under is going to be immense. And it, he had that little run, didn't he? I mean, those two free kicks that he scored in one game that saved us, little things like that, you should look back at that. So it's just going to take time. And if they've managed to help Urza with his um, his uh, mental frailties or whatever it is that is up with him where he's not happy. Maybe do the same with Pepe. Maybe you need more play people to do it. Group hugs. Group hugs by arse. That's, Oof, you. that's a horrible thought. Uh, oh, God. Right, okay. Sorry. Right. I'm just, I'm, I'm just so disappointed at the moment. And by the way, John, you were on questions, didn't you? There was a, literally... Because our chat box. No, is no, 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 no. How, how come I got five then? How come I got five then? Mummy and Daddy are arguing. One, I was answering questions. Two, you answered on the section of the show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but also, our chat box has been so amazing today because they've all been talking to each other, having a brilliant discussion. 
and no one's asked any questions. It's been great. I've been reading the great conversations in the chat box. It's been fantastic. <laughs> which I know, which if you don't watch the show live, this is obviously for no one watching now. If you're listening on another platform, if you get the chance, please come and watch the show live and join in the chat box because there's always great conversation in there. Not always about football, but most of the time it is actually about football. <laughs> and and, and it's, it's, to be fair, it's been really interesting today. Yeah. Um, the Dreadman Fow asks, was it not a foul for their first goal? I think he means Jorginho on Torreira. I've got to be honest with you, Paul, I don't think it was. I think Torreira needs to man the fuck up. He does like to roll over a bit, doesn't oh, he? Oh, a little bitch. He goes down like a little bitch all too often. Him and Gwen Doozy. God, you grow up a man up, okay? He's got to be stronger there. He's got to, got to, got to be stronger there. And he wasn't. And, you know, you can all have a pop of Mustafi. You can all have a pop of Luis. Okay? You can all have a pop of Legno. But we defend from the front as a team. And unfortunately, I thought, don't start putting loads of questions in there now. But you can't. No. Stop. <laughs> don't. The cheating. Don't, don't, don't try to act like teacher's pet now. You can't the to yourself. Okay. Um, you know, I, I I genuinely thought Torreira and Guendouzi today, you know, people like to have a pop of Xhaka, but by God, he's a damn sight better than those two put together. So there you go. Um, Ali Gez asks, genuine thoughts on the United game, lads. Danny, going to start with you, then to you, John. Man United are one of those teams, like every team other than Liverpool and Leicester in the league at the moment, they win one week, lose the next week. Chelsea... They're doing it all the time. That's so why I thought, oh, we'll beat them now. Oh, no, we don't. We'll lose to them. You, you really don't know. Yeah, and Pogba came back for not the last game, but the one before that. He was playing. Came on as a sub. This last game, didn't play at all. They lose to bottom of the league, Watford. Then they go and they beat somebody else. You think, oh, yeah, remember the league, the season when Leicester won the league? You couldn't predict any of the results because everybody was losing to everybody, apart from Leicester. Apart from we beat them home and away. So... I really don't know. You would think we're at home. If we're going to build on this game, maybe if we start Pepe. But it's just such a topsy-turvy league. You can't predict anything anymore. All those one-pound bets, I've had to stop doing them. Go bankrupt. Don't know, Jase. Oh, cheers, Matt. Uh, my answer to the question is a very short version of what Danny just said. I haven't got a clue. Um, I'm just hoping we see more of the same positive from Arsenal. Fuck knows what United Build on what we've done. Yeah, I've got no idea what United's team will turn up because they could be garbage one week and brilliant the next. Not a fucking Scooby. Um, if Xhaka and Pepe start, we win. If they don't, I'm really not sure what's going to happen. I, I, they're nothing to be scared of. They're poor at the back, but you've got to have a bit of pace at them uh, to have a go at them. Um, yeah, and you, you just need a stronger midfield than we've got at the moment, unfortunately. Mm. Um, you know... Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Um, Danny, um, uh, Peter Regler asks, how did you rate Lacazette today? I'm never going to be harsh on Lacazette because we have seen that when he, he, he's been a great player for us. He's been one of our top five strikers in, in the last decade, maybe even longer. It's just because something isn't right with him. It's... Well, who's, uh, who else would you have outside of them? I mean, Eddie Nketiah has started his first game in ages for Leeds today. They won 5-4. He didn't even score a goal. What kind of shenanigans is that? Uh, uh, Lacazette's brilliant. 
and he's a wonderful person. And that combination, those, those um, relationships he's got with Young is magnificent to see as well. It's going to work. It's just going to take a, a take time to do it today. He just wasn't on his game. So, Peter, on um, a scale of one to ten, he was shit today. That's the truth of the matter. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Maybe we should bring back Dave the Bins, Chase. You were happier when Dave the Bins was oh, playing. Oh, when that prick threw the ball in his own net, okay? When he threw the ball in his own net. Oh, right, okay. John, Data KLBC asks, who plays left-back if Saka gets hurt right now? Oh, oh, oh. Good luck with this one, uh, Fucking hell. When Dave the Bins comes back. <laughs> Genuinely, I've got no idea. Um, the only thing I could think is you would have to put Maitland Niles at left back, put Mustafi at right back, and Socrates in with David Luiz. I guess he started at left back beginning of last season against Man City, didn't he? For yeah, I'm I'm guessing that's probably what we'd have to do. But honestly, I don't, I can't see anyone else. I mean, unless you promote someone from the under-21s, but I wouldn't have a fucking clue. Joel, you, Joel Lopez, 17-year-old we got from Barcelona. He's doing it's, wonders. Yeah, it's, it's too much to ask for a kid that age. You just have to go with that, I think. Uh, Zoidberg's fig- figured it out. Nigel Winterburn. Nice, nice, nice. Thank you. podcast the other day. We can move He's on now. We did a really nice guy. I watched um, it, you and uh, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah enjoyed that. Enjoyed that. Um, uh, from Hugh... Oh. From Dial Square to where? Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, Andrew. On. Sorry, Andrew. Apologies. Um, Matt D'Souza, I'll answer this one. Matt D'Souza asks, now the top four's gone, how will... <laughs> Only just now it's gone. <laughs> when did he send this question in? Bloody October. <laughs> excuse, me, excuse me. Sit down. Shut up. Matt D'Souza asks, now the top four's gone, how will that affect Arteta's mindset for the remaining league games? Well, Matt, I don't believe it has gone. Genuinely don't. We're 11 points about Chelsea. It's a bit shit. But if you put a run of four games together, you'll be on their heels. Yes, we've got to win the game first to get a run of four. I agree with you. But I just, you know, you don't play sport to give up. You play sport to be ambitious. You play sport to, 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 to try to win. And, you know, you just don't give up. If Mikel Arteta's giving up top four now, it's not the right job for him. He should go now. That's the truth of the matter. He needs to work with these guys and he needs to get them back winning. It's as simple as that. Um, Turio Mad asks, um, uh, Mado asks, sorry, Wales has voted Britain's most happy place in the survey before. No, they didn't fucking ask me, Turio. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> fucking happy. I'm never happy, okay? Never. That's I'm a son look- of a... You look like. Why the, are you interrupting me? Why you, you look like me? the stunt double for Dave Coaches? That's your problem. You put that moustache back on. I'm gonna piss on your hands, not your wheels. Just piss on your hands because I can. Oh, just, just because Thanks I can. <laughs> Out of context, ABW. That's a classic. <laughs> Where to they now? <laughs> I asked him if you need anybody. I'm on my way back. I'm shaving that beard off. Okay? I'm going to have pins in your eyes, right now. Oh, there's going to be hell to play here. Hell to play, boys. (laughs) Um, 
Oh, here we go. Kazui Mishim asks. Oh, sorry, Kazui. Kaz, Kazuya. 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 Mishima. Kazuya. I'm sorry. I butchered that a bit like Danny butchering an egg. Fucking idea. An egg. I, yeah, I, no, I just lost the plot. I, I lost the song. plot. I lost the plot this morning, okay? I'm yeah. screwed, yeah? What do you guys think about the Lamar links? Uh, I'd say it's 50-50. Apparently he's close, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> At least two people in the chat box might get my joke. But... Um... <laughs> The bar is close, says Chris Carpenter. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's not, it's, it's not attacking players we need anyway. It's that midfield and then the yeah. defence we need. That's that's where we need to look. So no, makes no sense. He's had a stinker of a time over in Athletic, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, not coming. No, it's off. <laughs> Jason Welsh is getting better. <laughs> I, I tell you what, okay, I know. <laughs> Sorry, what's that? Someone's put in a box, Jason's Welsh is getting better. He's obviously just got to the bit of you reading that guy's name out. <laughs> oh, Jesus, honestly. <laughs> to be fair, guys, okay, no, no. that was a bit embarrassing. My apologies. You know, I just I'm, I'm one of those days. Um, uh, Logan comes up. Should we just be happy to be involved? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, okay. At the end of the what we should do, okay. So if you're Mikel Arteta at the moment, okay, you go into that um, into that dressing room now tomorrow morning and turn and say, Here you go, guys, use your participation medals. Well done, nice of you to turn up. <laughs> That'll get a reaction, if nothing else. Um, no, Kazuya, I don't see Lamar coming. Don't see it at all. Uh and two three five hundred asks, should ABW <laughs> viewers ask more questions are oh, you fucking prick <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I'm more annoyed with that and or John for putting it in there you're both a pair of pillocks behave yourselves you it's a perfect question to end on Jace <laughs> to be fair I've lost the will to be able to speak anyway I'm like you know so um, uh, so that's it yeah that's it Rami asks, you have 50 million to spend this January. Who are you buying? Well, I'll tell you what, Rami, I'm buying, okay? Drink, drugs, high-class prostitutes, and I'm burning 50-pound notes for fun, okay? So that's the way I roll. Um, Sunley, he will probably buy... I don't know, fucking... Alexander Jason's Gabriel. lying, by the way. He's spending all that money just to have one date with Aaron Ramsey. That's all he wants. <laughs> oh, finger <laughs> of the bun. Go on, Aaron. Go on. Oh, dear. I love Sorry. you, Aaron. I love oh, you, Aaron. Oh, end it all. End it all, Daddy. Quick, it's gone wrong. I love you, Aaron. Oh, you're so lovely, Aaron. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I tell you what. Well, how much do you think Xhaka can fetch us? I think you we're stupid to sell, Dave. I'm not being funny. Why are we selling the only midfielder who makes any sense to us? Because he's fed up of being bullied and he's not allowed to kill people. Fuck, I'm not being funny. Someone needs to do something. At this moment in time, you need to sit him down, check a finger up his bum and say, look, come on, come on, Granite. Come on, that's come two, on, come on. That's two mentions of that. It's not Christmas anymore, Jace. It's gone. I miss those days. <laughs> or Christmas, yeah. <laughs> um, right, that's it. I think that's it for today, isn't it? 
Um, oh, God. I don't know what to say anymore. Right, Goodbye. okay, so, so all of you in the chat box, you've been superb, well played. Um, some really interesting uh, conversation in there, some nonsense which you love in there, and I don't know, I think it's great. Um, you are brilliant. If you want to be part of the chat box, it really is a lot of fun today. Um, yeah, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Click on the uh, bell icon and you'll be notified whenever we go live. We will see you now on New Year's Day. I have no idea who's going to be on because half the people can't be bothered to get back to me this week. Ooh, there we go. Um, uh, just having a pop of the boys because I'm going to have a right pop of Danny after this is all finished. I'm coming for you, Dano. My thanks to you, John. Thank you very much, Jace. Pleasure as always. You lie so well. <laughs> Danny, I would say thank you to you, but I really can't be fucked. It's been <laughs> an absolute joy. And I do love the way you went to tell me to go and see if Benares has been banned. And as soon as I went to go and have a look, you asked me a question. Well, go and have a look, see if Benares has been banned. I had a look. I had a look up. I had to quickly come back and answer the question. Yeah, no, Benares, where are you, Benares? Where are you? I kind go of miss you. So, um, yeah, so on a day where, well, that's the last game of 2019, guys. Um, the club's done a lot of shit this year, but I think they got Dave Faber's um, tribute. Well, I think they did that well. So, well done, Arsenal. Thank you very much. Um, it's been a tough year for ABW. You don't mind saying we've lost two of our own. And they, they are irreplaceable. But we look forward to seeing you on New Year's Day, where we will be going on the show after the match and following through for the rest of the season until it ends. No matter how shit the football is, we will be here. That's the way we roll. No matter how many mistakes these idiots make, we will be here to be just as bad as them. Okay? Um, 2019 can really go fuck itself. It really, really, really can. Okay. But as always, we thank you ever so much for your support. It means the world to us. And I've nearly stuffed up again. Oh, where the hell? I, I tell you what, boys, I'm talking through my ass today. To the magnificent Jim Housen, Michael Harneman, Jamie Fitzgerald, Blair Slater, and Unique 79. Thank you for your donations. And then he missed it again. So, yeah, so that's it from us. Let's look forward to 2020, guys. Happier days ahead. Danny, switch his shit off. Keep it on snow. Ooh, yeah. no, come on. Da -da, da -da. Da -da, da -da. Danny, switch it off. I was quite enjoying that, Jace. Thank you very much, John. <laughs> Thank you much, dear listener and viewer. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog.